Hello and welcome to the School Jotter podcast. This week I'm joined by Arthur Howie, the Education Portfolio Manager here at Web Anywhere, and we're going to discuss School Jotter 3. Arthur, welcome to the show. And you and your team have been working now on School Jotter 3 for at least a year, and we're expecting the release to be in September i.e. the new academic year. Can you tell me what the differences are going to be between School Jotter 3 and School Jotter 2? Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, with School Jotter 3, um, there's been um, a real focus on using the platform as a communications tool um, and also a renewed focus on ease of use. Um, since School Jotter 2 um, was developed, there's been quite a lot of progress in terms of technology that's open um, for making web applications. Um, so we're looking to leverage that um, and best practice around things like user management. So for example, how we give out parent accounts are much more streamlined, how you handle the scenario where you've got um, a user account, but maybe you're um, a shared resource between different schools within a multi-academy trust, for example, or something that we're looking to improve massively. Um, there's lots of features specifically for trusts, so things like policy management being held centrally. Uh, and then there's a renewed focus on the mobile experience. Um, because with JOT3, we're building this from day one, it's that much more seamless than with JOT2. One of the key changes with JOT3 will be the ability to drag and drop the layout of pages, and there'll be more control and greater flexibility. Can you talk through how this user experience might be changing and again the benefits and advantages of this in terms of saving time and increasing productivity when it comes to managing the school website? Sure. So to compare first of all with School Jotter 2, um, if you were editing the page and realised you wanted to change the layout, you'd have to save what you were doing um, out of editing mode into manage, find the page, then start changing the layout, either from the pre-built layouts or the custom one where you can change it row by row. Uh, with School Jotter 3, um, we've put that straight in the page so that you can edit the, the structure at the same time as you edit the content. And this is something that is much more seamless. Um, uh, we have it obviously working in our uh, beta version of the software and it just it flows so much better, it's so much quicker and easier. And it allows you to test things so you can change the layout and maybe prefer it. If you find you don't, you can just change it back really, really quickly and easily. Um, and it just takes us for, further forward on this sort of mission to be the most easy uh, CMS for schools to use. Another change, um, which is part of the new layout engine, is that we're not restricting schools anymore in terms of with, with school job two again to compare. Uh, you had three columns and you could you could split those up. You could have as one column joined together or split two thirds to one third. With school jot of three, um, you, there's much more options. So you can have it you have four columns, five columns, six, whatever you need. Um, and you can sort of build these rows dynamically um, as you're going through doing the content. So it's really quite easy. Um, the other thing in terms of moving the elements around, um, it's full drag and drop. So if you want to move something across, just pick it up, place it where you want and just drop it there. It's, all these little changes together just make the whole experience so much easier and just much more elegant and clean to use. So when it comes to file management in School Jotter 3, there's going to be vast improvements to the user experience. Can you explain in detail some of those changes and the benefits to the end user? 
So file management is another area that was quite key to um, just make that a little bit easier. Um, so when you're um, inserting content, it'll still go to the file manager, but the, the, the school, the teacher that's using it at that time, they don't necessarily have to be aware of that. So if you're putting some content on the page, an image, you better drag it in from the desktop, drop it on the page. It will automatically create the element, um, and then you've got the option straight away. That file will go into the file manager, but it's not the front and foremost thing that that teacher's caring to do at that moment. Um, the other big change is around things like policies. Um, so now, as we've seen the market go more towards multi-academy trusts, um, the policies quite often will be set at a trust level um, to propagate through to the schools. Um, so that's a functionality that we're going to have in there. So policy management much more easy for trusts. Now, just like School Jotter 2, School Jotter 3 will have the mobile app. Can you explain how this hangs together as part of the School Jotter suite? So with the move to School Jotter 3, um, it was another opportunity to look at what was important and what was what schools were telling us and what they were using in terms of the mobile app. So from a, a technical point of view, with School Jotter 2, we'd done the platform. It'd been out for a few years before we got the mobile app created. Um, with School Jotter 3, because it's going to be there from day one, we've engineered the back-end system to be slightly different to allow us to have more flexibility uh, and to have a more powerful mobile app uh, with much more functionality. Um, as part of that, we're making some key changes. So we will be uh, requiring logins um, for uh, parents. Uh, and what that allows us to do um, is basically target them with more relevant content. So if there's a, a gallery that's been uploaded that's to do with their, their child's class, it'd be much easier to put that front and foremost to them. If there's a new story that's tagged to their class again, just that much more direct there. School Josh 3 is going to be available from September. So if you're advising schools on when and how to upgrade, what would your advice be? So I think this really comes down to uh, the school's appetite for this kind of thing. Uh, we have already got a number of schools that have uh, contacted us that are interested in um, having early access to School Jotter 3. Um, so there's a number of schools that we'll be working with. Um, I'd suggest if there's any more schools that are interested, they should definitely get in touch with us and let us know. Um, as we get towards the sort of general release, we'll be looking for a first batch of schools um, who've bought this to be in sort of first maybe 20, 30 schools to be delivered um, to get it this uh, September. Um, again, if schools are interested, just get in touch with us and we'll figure things out. Um, in terms of uh, our handling of subscriptions, uh, we'll be prorating subscriptions across, so you'll be able to pay to upgrade to Jota 3, and then we'll be crediting part of your existing subscription against your School, school Jota 3 subscription as well. Well, Arthur, thank you so much for your time today. Really interesting to learn more about School Jota 3, and we're all excited to seeing it in September. So good luck with the product roadmap and the developments there. Thank you, Sean. Um, yeah, it's been good to talk, and Jota 3 is one of the projects I'm most excited about working on at the moment. Uh, so it's really good to see how this is going. Thank you for listening to the School Jota podcast. I've been Sean Gilligan, and thank you so much for Arthur coming in today. And if you've enjoyed it, do subscribe, share on social media. And until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.